Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, in Irish supermarkets, there's plenty of vegan alternatives, vegan sausages or vegan burgers, but not so much in France. The government there has issued a decree which bans vegan products from being described in meaty terms. Dennis O'Hora is the director of the Masters in Consumer Psychology course at the University of Galway. Afternoon, Dennis. Good afternoon, Sean. Uh, what's going on in France? Is this just like big meat is, is flexing its muscle? It's a good question. Uh, it, if you look at the political actors, it does look a little bit like Game of Thrones sometimes because you've, you've the different uh, food producers, both from the meat side and from the vegan side, all competing for market share. And then you've got the farmers as well because this is the draft decree was actually run by the uh, Minister for Agriculture. Ah. And so they're both... They're, they're French internal uh, political concerns as well. Right. OK. So, but, but it, it sounds, though, I mean, those French internal political concerns, are they mostly to do with the agricultural sector? Yeah. So what, what it is, is the, the, the decree actually outlaws the, the use of 21 meat names and then 120 other meat-associated names. So the, the meat names are things like steak or scallop. Uh, the meat-associated names are things like sausage, nugget and so on like that and so what they're trying to do is to limit those terms to just meat products a little bit like the way that milk is now restricted mm. only to, to milk terms to milk products right okay so you can't kind of also it includes the term nugget which i didn't think wasn't kind of meat really yes I, I think that came from somewhere else first yes indeed <laughs> that's a, it's a rather <laughs> odd one at, at the same time the french wouldn't be, isn't the proportion of vegans in France somewhat small? Yeah, they tend to have fewer vegans than other EU countries. Uh, here in Ireland, actually, in terms of plant-based alternatives, over uh, there's some research conducted in 2022 that shows that over half of uh, Irish consumers have had some form of plant-based alternative in the last week or, or consumers at least once a week. So we're quite high in terms of how much we sample uh, plant-based alternatives, and that's typically most of those are uh, plant-based milk alternatives, which, interestingly enough, are that are not being targeted by this measure. They've, those you can't call soya or oat milks milk anymore, so mm. it's not stopping us sampling those. Yeah, at the same time, if somebody is, you know, is it really that credible that somebody will buy a vegan sausages as opposed to a, a, a you know, a meat sausage? and then feel terribly hard done by when they get it home and eat it? Well, there was a research in, in Germany that looked exa- at exactly that, uh, and they found that only only 4% of the sample they looked at it had actually consumed something in error. Uh, then there was re- more recent research in 2020 that actually looked at, you know, would you care about this? And they asked, rather than what would happen if it happened to you, but rather, do you care about the use of meaty names? And this was across Europe uh, by the European Consumer Organization. They found about one in five consumers, about 20%, thought that it should be restricted. 40% figured that these these terms should be permitted, provided the products are clearly labeled as vegan sausages or vegetarian sausages, uh, and so on, and they didn't have any problem with it. Mm. Uh, at the same time, why does a vegan product need to be described in meat terms, if you know what I mean? 
Oh, it's it's a mental shortcut, effectively. Uh, so you you have people are used to having a certain experience when they're when they're eating their dinner, and then you're so you want to try and fit your product into that uh, that experience that what people are expecting to have at dinner time. So if it if you can say, look, you know, my product has the same characteristics of meat. It's an it's a it's a mental shortcut if I can just put the name on the box. Yes, but that's you. But you're essentially just describing the shape of it rather than what it is. It's true, and, and you're also sometimes discover, uh, describing some of the texture. Uh, some of these plant-based products are deliberately designed to have meat-like textures, uh, and some actually, uh, in, in the more uh, advanced versions, they can actually bleed when you cut into them, and so on, like this. So, so there, there's and there's a continuing development in the space. Yeah. Now, at, at the same time, just because something has vegan on it, does that necessarily mean it's better for you? No, not at all. Uh, it, it's interesting. Uh, looking at some recent research, to some of us, we might think, well, vegan, that might mean it's healthy. Uh, others, in, in some research that was done recently, they, they found that if you put vegan on the product, the perceived healthiness is lower, sometimes thinking that maybe they're in order because they're, they're, the actual ingredients are limited, perhaps they can't get enough healthy a healthy product into the product. But, um, yeah, there's a tradition in, um, in in consumer branding of using terms to distract you from what's, what's in the product as well. So, yeah. you know, uh, terms like, you know, uh, low-carb low actually has no regulated meaning. And so if you see low-carb on a box, it doesn't mean anything whereas low-calorie has a regulated meaning. And so you can use one and not the other. The other one that's used quite a lot is low-fat, uh, even though perhaps something has a lot of sugar in it. And so you might actually have something that's high in calories, though it's low in fat. And so sometimes consumers can make the wrong judgment, you know, choosing a, a low-fat option to reduce weight, when in fact it's actually high in calories. Ah, and does the term organic have have a strict definition. It does, and interestingly enough, organic is often perceived as healthy too. Though something being organic or not doesn't change the health the health uh, output. But what you will find, and this was in research that was done by Jakob Orquin in uh, in Aarhus. The distribution of organic products is such that you find organic products in the healthy section. Mm. So if you're only choosing organic products, you tend to be only choosing healthy products. But it doesn't mean that any particular product is more healthy if it's organic, if you know what I mean. Yes, indeed. That's, yes, <laughs> be very careful. Dennis, thanks <laughs> for speaking with us today. That was Dennis O'Hora there, Director of the Masters in Consumer Psychology course at the University of Galway. Someone texted in to say, I'm a vegan and I agree that vegan products should not be called meat and milk. We need to be proud of our vegetables and not resort to eating fake meat meat out of some kind of shame that we are portraying our parents that force-fed us cheap mints. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily the thinking behind that. I always would have thought it was just kind of to help people who were, uh, uh, you know, who were committed carnivores to kind of move over to uh, a, a vegan alternative to that or, or, or a vegetable alternative to that that tastes more or less like the real thing. So it wouldn't be so difficult. But I don't know whether there is much evidence that's actually working or not. Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk.